0: Hey, it's Mateo of 2 Brain Marketing on this edition of the 2 Brain Marketing podcast. I'm talking with David from Rapid Fit KC. You'll learn about his approach to selling high-ticket packages and personal training. You'll learn about his unique approach to the 90-day front end offer, and you'll also learn how he spent $500 on ads and generated $6,000 in front end sales. So, you don't want to miss this. Make sure to subscribe to 2 Brain Radio for more marketing tips and secrets each week.
1: Two Brain Radio is brought to you by Two Brain Business. We make gyms profitable. We're going to bring you the very best tips, tactics, and interviews in the business world each week. To find out how we can help you create your perfect day, book a free call with a mentor at twobrainbusiness.com. What makes a good gym website? The answer to that question keeps changing. Five years ago, I would have said that you need this rotating banner image. Three years ago, I would have said that you have to have one splash page highlighting the benefits of your service. That's true. The problem is that the benefits of your service change by the client you're trying to target. And so you need to be able to adapt. You need to be able to add your own landing pages. Your main cover page should reflect what your most important clients want that's gonna be different from what my most important clients want. So a website that's based on a template with the same kind of rotating image is not going to work anymore. I use for time design for the twobrainbusiness.com and Catalyst Gym websites because those are the most important websites I own. I want responsive design that's going to work well on mobile. About 60% of your clients are going to come through mobile and more in the future. I want a responsive designer, which means I can contact them to make changes. And I wanna know... How to change my own oil. I want to know how to get in there and add my own posts. I talk a lot about content marketing, and that means I have to know the medium through which I'm delivering my content. Using for time design has been my choice now for about three years because Teresa and her team are super responsive. She can answer questions for me. She can show me how to do it myself if I want to, or she can do it for me if I don't have time. She's created a big series of videos for Two Brain clients in our incubator and growth stages to watch so that they can do stuff like build landing pages themselves. A lot of website companies try to pull the curtain in front of their knowledge. They try to hold a lot of stuff secret so that they can charge you to do the basic things, just like in car maintenance, changing your oil, rotating your tires. If you wanna do that stuff, awesome. If you don't have time to do that stuff, take it to the garage. Teresa at for time Design gives you both options and she'll even teach you how to do it yourself if you want to. I use forTimedesign.com. That's what's made them a, an official Two Brain Partner is our firm belief in their commitment to helping first and a strong sense of service value.
0: Hello and welcome to the Two Brain Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Mateo Lopez. I'm one of the digital marketing mentors at Two Brain Business. Thanks for joining us. This is your weekly dose of digital marketing magic every week we'll go over marketing campaign strategies useful tips and updates to keep you in the loop on advertising online for your business and in today's episode special guest David Okendo, owner of Rapid Fit KC you're going to learn about his experience and how he's able to spend you know around 500 dollars to 600 dollars a month on online ads and generates 4 or 5 6000 dollars in front end sales uh, so David how are you great are you I'm great man So, for those tuning in, tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're from, and a little bit about your business.
2: From Kansas City. We own Rapid KC. It's a personal training, group training studio. Uh, We aren't a CrossFit affiliate. uh, So, that's kind of one of the biggest differences it's been between us and I would say most people. But uh, at the same time, it's very, very similar in what we do, just a little bit less barbells.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Tell me about. That how do you how do you balance the the personal training and the group fitness? How does that
2: work? so pre to brain it was kind of just a mix and just kind of total chaos. I only talked to people about personal training, yeah. when they came in and requested it, and I only talked to the group about group, when they came and requested it. And I remember, I mean, the biggest thing I would say, we did gym launch actually before, so I had somewhat of a, an idea about the the marketing, but um, it was really built. Gym launch is built to provide a massive amount of people, naturally quality, and uh, that wouldn't help my team be successful. That would just help me be successful. And so when I opened up the gym, my whole thing was how to my team be successful and not just be me. And so True Brain was talking about, you know, doing PT first, PT first. And um, I was thinking to myself, uh, we started doing pretty good with it. I started understanding it. And I was like, man, why am I allowing people to come into this gym without having what I want individual coaching? I'm paying for it with True Brain's mentoring. And I'm getting great results out of it. So, why would I allow other people who should be getting it to come in and not have a good amount of foundation built on it? And that's kind of what we started doing. So, now it's like, hey, you want to come in here, PT only, okay. and that's it. And not have to take away from the group or anything like that. I just know that if I really get them a good foundation. They're going to be way better off in the long run, which is the whole goal of what we're trying to do, anyway. is help people longevity wise health.
0: So, so tell me a little about that. How long has your gym been open? Three and a half years. And so were you only offering group before or it was... No, we it was, did
2: with the hybrid model when it first came in. It just wasn't the focus. So... Um,
0: I see. So I, you were basically saying you, you, weren't, you weren't telling people what to do or you weren't prescribing yeah. a solution. Yep. It's just someone came in. Oh, I'm interested in personal training. Great. I'm going to sell you that. Or it's like, oh, I'm interested in group. Great. I'm yep. going to sell you that. Exactly. And then with the gym launch method, it, it was just a, 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 a buttload of people yeah, yeah. In and you kind yeah. of have to filter through all that yourself. And okay, all right. So then, what motivated you then to uh, seek out you know mentorship with with Jubran or a different you know kind of a different uh, perspective?
2: Uh, actually, David Pope, Crash Northland. Um, he used to train here before he got the opportunity to buy out Crash Northland from the previous owners, and he had kind of shown me the book. So I had read the book. And then he had told me that he started with them and that he did enjoy it. I just kind of got to a point where I was like, we're doing really well, or we're doing decent, I should say. And then I, it was all my fault, we lost like 16 grand. 'Cause I wasn't paying attention to the systems and stuff like that. Like I it was I remember looking at it but like like October, I go, Holy crap, there's sixteen thousand dollars missing. And I was like, Okay, I have to do something about this. It's just this is not gonna go good for us and I know the person's like, you know, owning a business, it's not just for you. You are supporting everybody else underneath you, so you close down. All those people feel it, it's not just you. And so yeah. like, crap, I need to do something about this and, and and that's when I joined
0: bring And then was that kind of I, one of the first things you work on in the incubator is like the mission <laughs> and the values, you know, for your businesses. And so was that something that you kind of discovered or you worked through in doing the incubator? Or was it something where you're like, that was originally why you opened the gym and you lost sight of that. And then you were kind of coming back to, uh,
2: you know, actually, I, we had a client that that dealt with that, that kind of walked me through that a little bit. So I kind of had a idea of what i wanted it's changed and morphed the more i got into two brains the more you're saying it and it's even a little bit different than the very very first started so mm-hmm. the mission it helped clarify i already had a little bit of it. it helped clarify it and then it helped me i would say reach deeper into it after a while and like say okay this is really what we do
0: and what is it that you do
2: so my thing was one, and this kind of goes back to my story, is when I first started working out, it was to gain confidence. It doesn't even matter about health. And in general, health is super important, but sometimes it's not the first thing you do to get going. And so confidence not only gives you the ability in a sense to, I would say, walk into a room with your head held high, but to live life and do other things you may not do. So people will tend to hide away the more or less confident they are, or they don't do certain things. They're not confident, they don't have the confidence to do it. And so my idea was like, well, I love the I, I love the fact that I can help someone that walks in the room, their head down, not look anybody eye, and then four to six months later walk in held high and they're going, they're telling me about how they're about to do this um, triathlon and they were so scared to do it, you know, six years ago they wanted to do it or three years ago they wanted to do it, but they just couldn't do it, and now they're finally doing it. So our goal is to help people live happy, healthy or have, live healthy, happy
0: and more confident lives. That's awesome, man. That's great. And so, awesome. So, okay. So you, 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 you found, you, you had a friend who was uh, kind of knew about Brain was showing you the books. You read the books, you, sign, you, you signed up for mentorship. What else did you see as a big change for you in your business as you're working with? You? I know we were talking about before we hopped on this call, sounds like the way you were offering your services was something that you had to change. Tell, tell me about, tell me yeah. about that.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, that was the prescriptive model was just something that, you know, they, they got installed and said, Hey, look, you should be doing this. And I, you know, after a while, it's like, I'm right. I mean, I'm, I'm paying two brain to help me and guide me and and they, the exact reason why I got them. And so knowing that most people needed some attention up front to really be successful and, That's probably the biggest thing that's changed and then putting in like what system and processes, like what people are supposed to do, how to do them. Uh, We're mainly PTs, so it's not as big of a difference, like the way that we run things. They're kind of, I mean, everybody, uh, luckily I work with are phenomenal. So their role is to do the best that they can. So it really hasn't been that big of an issue in a sense of switching things around. Uh, But obviously, just the the structure is probably the biggest thing that we needed when we walked. Into two rings uh, yeah.
0: and yeah so what, what was that process like of having to streamline your offer and, and kind of focusing on uh, some you know offering these two things how did you make them come together and then how did you get your staff on board I would say just kind of like we, we knew that that's what everybody here started off as
2: uh, we all were personal trainers so we we knew the the value of it so it wasn't like it was a group trying to go we knew the value of it uh, the biggest thing was just you know like I, I, I just change how I talk to people. Hey, look, you obviously have some habits that we need to break and short term isn't going to create anything for you. So we need to build habits for, and well, I, we came up with, like when you said 90 challenge, kind of what we focus on. Once we came up with, we said, hey, yeah, look, three months, it's what it takes yeah, to really build anything into it. The first month wow. you're getting into it. The second month you're starting to get the ball longer. And the third <laughs> month you're like really getting moving. And that's when you see those changes. So we started talking long-term. Okay, you're going to do it long-term-wise. You're just shooting shoot for a quick fix. Go do to the 21-day fix, you know, off the internet, but you're not going to keep it. You know that. I know that. So what we yeah. do here is we offer something to help you get over that hunch of the first 21 days where it gets really hard and you're kind of trying to change things and, and you need that support. And then we help you push through that so that by the end of the 90 days, you build these habits that stick with you rather than fall off after, you know,
0: two or three weeks. Right. So you're kinda of answering my next question, which is great. Now, what is the, the <laughs> sell and how do you sell Tell me about the front end offer that you guys have now after after so, the mentorship.
2: It really is. Like a, it's the main focus of PT is to say, look, we, we know that we have to have personal training. We know that people are most successful personal training for at least three months. That's just how we've done it. We've got I've been doing it for twelve years and I know for a fact this is what you think. Successful and I just kind of go through the no sweat intro idea, and then we present. I'm like, "This is what we have," and I show them all the training. It's changed because we begin to use HSN. So now I just talk to them about how if you don't have nutrition with the fitness, it's not going to matter. Like you're not going to see the results you want. So what we do is we teamed up with you know, a dietitian, and we we have now a nutrition coach that's separate from the fitness coach. That way, the fitness focuses just on the on the, the training and the the nutrition coach should focus on nutrition and it gives you a point of contact with somebody who knows everything about nutrition wise. So any questions and we dial it into you and customize everything to exactly your goal. The sales have been probably the same each month. They haven't really changed. My close rate is probably lower than a lot of people's because, you know, we're asking for 460 bucks a month, three months to everybody. But at least um, the people that are doing it, like you know the returning rate is pretty good. The retention rate is pretty high, and they're getting better results than just being shoved in a class.
0: So I just want to clarify that for everyone listening. So what you do is you do a ninety-day program as your front-end offer, and yep. it's personal training for all those ninety days. Like that's, yep. I guess the the diff is the, do you have any tiers in terms of the amount of personal training, or how yeah. do you structure
2: it? That's, yeah. So we we have three times a week yeah. and twice a week is our main focus on those. We got thirty minutes and forty-five minutes. Um, like I tell everybody, the biggest thing is, is and we've just experienced that people do this, even if they get 30 minutes, it may not be a lot of time, but it's much easier to upsell somebody on just the next 120 bucks than it is to upsell them on 460. So basically, if they're they go for a cool. After a month, you can probably talk them into upgrading because they only have to spend another 120 bucks to get there. So we have two times a week, three times a week. We have one, I wouldn't show anybody it unless it was like that last little bit where they were just they were thinking about it and they just kept pushing the money yeah. concept and I would say, Oh, we can cut this and have and use one time a week
0: Awesome. Okay, great. So your front end offer, It's ninety days. It's it's all PT, they have to do it. But you did mention I think before we hopped on, people can add on group classes, correct? Later on
2: Yes. Yes. So after the first month, like when we sit down and dealt with them for one for one full month. Um, I just feel more confident than coming into classes and being able to do the thing you're supposed to do, and so that's kind of what I was thinking about. I was always preach foundation. Look, if you can't, you have a house, great foundation, you're golden. You buy a house, grab your foundation. No matter how fancy it looks, the issues will come, and then you're going to pay for it in the end. So let's make sure that we're not throwing someone to doing something and have them getting hurt, or you know, I, I don't want to say scaling is really bad a regression wise, but it is kind of, you walk in, everybody's doing something. And then the coach will go you and says, no, you can't do this. You have to do this. Kind of separates you from the class a little bit. So my concern is kind of like, Hey, look, we get them right. They walk in there. It's more smooth. They don't have to change as many things. They will not feel like they're the newbie and stuff like that. They're just like, Hey, cool. I'm part of it. I can do what they're doing. have a little
0: more confidence doing it. I like what you said about the foundation there because it, it, it's going to hurt you in the long run. One, the person, the client, right? If if they don't have a good foundation, they will have they're at a greater risk of getting physically hurt themselves. But two, it's going to hurt you as the business owner in the long run too, because even if they leave, you know, just like yeah, it just wasn't for me. Like even if that, it's not like some nasty review outcome, that's still more time, energy, and effort you have to go through to replace that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like it's it's all that energy and time and money is 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 still going to be detrimental to yeah. you, right? It moves your focus, so it's 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 bad for both parties involved. So yeah. I think, yeah, I think what you said is awesome, and I love that it's ninety days, and it's one on one. One of my 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 partner Ashley, he, we do a lot of. One on ones as well, and our groups are. If we do have groups, they're they're small, like they're capped at eight people. So, uh, I think that's yeah. I, I think you're totally right on that. So, how does your how is your space laid out where you can where you can fulfill both those cool. services at the same time?
2: We're very crunched Like it's it's not it's not ideal. That's why we're going to the bigger spots, guys. It's just I mean, the truth is we have we have people training. We're good as soon as a third person is doing one on one comes in if there's class going on, we cramped. And so that's kind of been a limited factor in, like, the next, I would say, growth phase. And my biggest thing was, um, well, what can we do to add on? So we had a nutrition budget in, but I want to add on small group, like, capping it at three or four and, like, solidifying that, the new space. So we have a, we'll have a section for PT that'll be good enough, open, a section yeah. for small group, and a section for large group. But um, this is not I a mean, um,
0: good <laughs> Well, you're, make, you're making it work. You're making it work. And, and it yeah. sounds like, yeah, you haven't had any now. And I think that's, I think you're also doing it the right way, right? It's, it's better to be in this situation where you've grown and now you're going to look for more space versus starting with a big-ass space that you yeah. are desperate to fill, right? So that's awesome. <laughs> we, we were talking a little bit about this before. In terms of your paid advertising system, it sounds like you don't have your finger on the pulse as much in terms of lead nurture, in terms of tracking some of these numbers, which, you know, for those listening, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. do, <laughs> do, lead. Do, do as I say, <laughs> not as they would say but I, the reason Uh-oh. I wanted to bring this up is because, you know, you've still got a positive ROI. You still are making money. You still are able to take advantage. Mm-hmm. And I think the lesson here and what I wanted to, no, on Is I think it's because your package sizes are, are larger than average, right? Yeah. Like, are you are you the most expensive place in town?
2: No, definitely not the most expensive. I would say we force people to do the most expensive things compared to other people. That's probably that's how I would look at it. As. Mm, nice.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and I think I think that goes that you know you're able to make it up, right? Because your package sizes are larger. And what you offer is a much more one-on-one, high-touch experience. So with people, they're probably going to stay longer. I mean, your retention numbers yeah. are probably higher than average. And it's because it's one-on-one. It's because it's high-touch. And it's because, yeah, the barrier to entry is probably higher. So your sales are probably going to suffer. But it's worth it in the long run because people are going to spend more and they're going to stay longer. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's the biggest yeah. thing that we found out. I mean, it's hard. I, say, I would say it's hard. Like I mean, I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, well, am I hurting myself by doing this? But if my goal is to you know, have more of a a, a staff that has the, the ability to, to generate a good career income, because um, one of my biggest ideas was how do we have, I would say, maybe two-thirds of their income be from PT and the rest be from other stuff. So that when they have like the downturns in, you know, like July or June was a downturn for us, or let's say November, people start going on vacation or people start going to the family, how do we keep their income from dropping below a certain level? So that they're good all the time and not and then if they're great, it's great, but when it's an issue it's still good. And so my idea is hey, if focus on PT and more higher income or more higher priced tickets. We can afford to have them do other things and pay them well in that sense so that they're having these good good months even though like they're technically bad
0: months. Right. Uh, oh okay yeah i see that yeah and you're and because they're they're fulfilling these higher ticket packages you're able to sell sounds like you're able to supplement them with
2: yeah so um, yeah. that's the idea like i'm like do, we can do other things for the gym csm Roll was a big one that that we're implementing, that we're you know, actually having the, I would say, GM that, that gets paid based on a percent of the profit so that, like, people are actually wanting to do good and not just, you know, like, okay, I'm going PT. It's like, hey, make them, have a business that really gives back to everybody as much as possible.
0: That's awesome, man. Tell me a little bit more about when someone actually sits down in front of you. You know, what is your sales process? Because selling, selling high-ticket packages, you know, people... People want to do that. People want to learn more. People want to be more confident in asking for them to spend $500 a month on personal training. So what is your process?
1: It's
2: exactly the same thing, except for I don't if they're comfortable yeah. with people speaking the group. I mean, literally, I just go that list. I've been trying to figure out some things to ask, may yeah. help people get more emotional with it after we put them through the in test. And Are you happy with these results? Like, Is this something that you're happy with? And we usually get taught to say yes. I think you mentioned this. Um, but a no can be a powerful like thing when they are talking about that. So uh, I'm not that great at it, truthfully. Like I, I, it's, it could be a high ticket. I don't feel like I'm super good at it. But um, I just think it's like, hey, get told no a thousand times. We're used to it. You'd be more confident to ask no matter what. So get told probably more often no than anybody else. But um, it doesn't matter. It's like, hey, look, I know it's going to be right for the person. That like they're not ready to do it. They're in the up launch, leading our track. Had two go back from that, so they may be used come back and ask for help.
0: No, I think that's uh, I think that's that's great advice. You know, it's it's building up that resilience. Like, yeah, you're gonna hear the word no when you ask for them to finally, you know, take the plunge. And yeah, you're probably gonna hear the word no more often than you hear the word yes. Uh, especially as you're trying to grow. But as long as you're able to have the confidence and push through and know that, you know, you're, you're confident in what you're offering in the service. I think that's, uh, I think that's definitely really key for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think is, do you have any advice for someone who's trying to switch to a more, uh, who's who's gone, who's been in group, doing the group model, who's trying to incorporate more personal training, do you have any advice for someone who's trying to get started with that?
2: You know, I think you have to really truly believe in it. It's like, I, I just, I I think I tell people all the time this, uh, you know, pain for a true brain kind of makes me do things. And so, if I'm paying for someone, I want individual attention. I tend to do better with it. There's just nothing that I want mean to there's just nothing. You can't get it anywhere else unless you're, you can't get that accountability for anybody except for someone you're paying for because they have a really big invested interest in it so you have to really really believe it when you tell them because that's the hardest part it's like hey look i know this is good for you and i know you're not gonna like this price if you don't do it this way you know you're gonna have issues so if you're fully invested in it when you're saying it you're more likely to come off get more confident um and truthfully like uh like our csm she uh she killed it she just started doing this and she's killed it was because she hasn't uh, I would say she didn't have the bias that I would have had of going through all the lower income stuff and just selling that and then trying to jump to a bigger income. I guess is what we do is what we sell. So it's the confidence way better. And then I, even for me, I still find to this day sometimes to look and say, <laughs> and, it to to me me. and that changes your reflection on how you say it. And you get nervous a little yeah. bit. You start to stumble, but if you're super confident, they receive it a lot better.
0: I think that's super important. Like if, if for anyone trying to get better at sales, it's regardless of it's high ticket or not, conviction is key. I mean, yeah. kind of been the theme of this conversation. You got into fitness to build your confidence. You try to teach that to other people, coming yeah. to your gym. And I'm sure that sounds like your staff too. It's a very much a part of the culture to have that confidence, to have that conviction. And when you have that, yeah, it's gonna, that, that plays a big role in, in yeah. getting that person to know, like, and trust you. And then eventually, Line, purchasing that service from you. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: So, you know, it sounds like you've gone through a, a, a lot in, in the, just the three and a half years you've been open. It's been quite the journey, but you're growing. You're moving to another bigger space. You're, you're, you're July, which is normally a really uh, a tough month. It sounds like you're you're hitting you're on target to hit your sales goals. So what do you think has been the key to success so far?
2: My um, team, I would say. Like having the confidence in the people that we work with. They um they hundred percent like believe in what we're doing. So having them on board is you just getting past that. I think that's like the number one key. You, you the, if you, you have the confidence in them, and they have the confidence in you, then you know you're for sure that whatever you're doing, you're selling, you're selling the right thing. Okay. And then again, getting that structure down, like what do we do when this happens? How do we work with this handle? Who's doing what and why they're doing it really helps out.
0: before we sign off here tell me a little bit more about that it sounds like you've got a great team behind you it sounds like you're putting them first and and have them in mind when you're making certain decisions you're 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 passionate about making sure they're able to grow what is your process for meeting with your your team and checking in with them and 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 getting everyone on the same page that's we just
2: started doing more of like team meetings again we did it for a while of times but we weren't really structured with it i just started getting back into it just being more communicative with them i think the truth is just us being like on the same page we all we all we all know what we want to do and we all are sitting behind like the values which is huge what do we want to do for the clients like why are we doing this are we doing it? is it right and so i really don't have had an issue with that and i really haven't been structured at all again i think i have plucked out sometimes but i think it's just if we're all on the same page, it's almost, it can be way better. and It will be way better. It's just that right now I lucked out with just finding people on the same page as me. And it's been easy to push forward because they want to push forward the same way. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, the right people.
0: Yeah, yeah. no, the, the right people. Getting the right seats on the bus. <laughs> or getting the right people on the seats. On the bus, yeah. I think <laughs> is for Sure. So if people want to learn more about... Your front end offer, how you structure 90 day, how you've added some of these new uh, features like you know pr- uh, nutrition coaching, or they just want to learn how to sell PT. Where can they find you?
2: So like my email is RapidFitMethod at gmail dot com. we using that right now, and I mean really that's probably the best way to do it besides Facebook. It'll be pretty simple. I mean the truthful, I like guess all the stuff I'm saying is so simple. It's just doing stuff i mean that's really what it is uh, if i can find yeah it's really just simple. it's just taking your your <laughs> what you know should happen and like creating that and saying hey we're gonna do it and then follow through with it no matter what no matter how you feel no and how crappy it is at the beginning like just go and I'll go 100 percent into it and not allow yourself to back to backstab.
0: awesome man thanks thanks for hopping on man it was awesome
1: i right, appreciate it man Thank you for listening to Two Brain Radio. Make sure to subscribe to receive the most up-to-date episodes wherever you get your podcasts from. To find out how we can help create your perfect day, book a free call with a mentor at twobrainbusiness.com.